Hey friends, I am back after two weeks of being away from home and traveling around San Diego with some of my very best friends. So it feels awesome to be back home, but also it was pretty sad leaving San Diego and saying goodbye to my friends because I honestly just had the best two weeks. So as most of you probably know, I spent my first week in San Diego with one of my best friends, Christina Rice, and she is actually the guest on our show today. So I'm super excited for you to hear from Christina. We talk all about the transformation that has taken place within her own life over the past year. So Christina shares how she went to a Reiki session about a year ago, and that was really kind of the point in her journey where she started to explore more and more energy healing. And now Christina is a Reiki practitioner herself, has her own Reiki business and offers Reiki to distance clients, but also local clients in San Diego as well. So If you are listening to this and you're from San Diego, I highly recommend you going out and finding Christina. You can find Christina at ChristinaRiceWellness.com. All of her information to work with her is on her site, but you can also find her on Instagram, of course, at ChristinaRiceWellness. So we talk all about Reiki what Reiki actually is if you've never gotten Reiki done before. I've had Reiki done by Christina three times now, one being just like last week when I was in San Diego with her. So that was tons of fun. I highly recommend Reiki. I've had Reiki done before in my life as well, just as I was growing up and I've always been into the energy healing and like spiritual practices as many of you know I've always been that type of person so it just gets me really excited that one of my best friends is a Reiki practitioner now so that's really cool and I can't wait for you to hear everything that Christina has to share in this episode because she really does do a really deep dive on energy healing and kind of everything that has come up for her over the past year. So this is a really great episode. But before we dive in, I thought it would be great to just catch up with you for a few minutes here at least because I'm now recording this intro in like real time kind of thing, Um, not pre-recording it because I had a couple episodes and intros pre-recorded before I headed to San Diego. But now, like I said, I'm back. So things are back to normal pretty much. So next week, I am having a super special guest on with me. It is going to be Scott, my boyfriend. So we are going to be doing a Q&A episode. Many of you have 
sent me questions for us to answer in our Q&A episode for next week. We'll be recording it this weekend. So if you have not yet gotten your questions to me, if you have like a really burning question for Scott and I to answer, you can just email me at megtherhn at gmail.com. Or if you follow me over on Instagram at megtherhn, just shoot me a DM. I will be catching up on all of my emails and DMs. If you've messaged me over the past two weeks, you will be hearing from me within the next couple of days. So if you have a question for Scott and I, feel free to just shoot me a DM over on Instagram and we will answer your question in the podcast that will be airing next week. I'm really excited for that. Um, I miss Scotty. I was gone from home for two weeks, so I actually missed his birthday and I obviously missed Penny very much. It's Penny's birthday today. So we are going to be taking her to the pet store, buying her a new outfit. Maybe she'll pick it out on her own. I don't really think she needs too many more toys. So we'll go with an outfit this year. But anyways, that's kind of my life right now. Oh, I also got my second tattoo yesterday so head over on Instagram if you want to actually see what it looks like but I got a quote down my right forearm so the same arm that I got my first tattoo on but it's like down the side of my forearm and it says make space for who you are becoming and this is really just my mantra for the past six months, I guess. And it means a lot to me. And I'd love for you to head over on Instagram and read more about what I have to say about this tattoo. But essentially, because I love my podcast babes so much, I want to just share with you in words. I did write a nice caption for you to read yesterday. But if you want to hear it from me, Basically, for my entire life, I had always been trying to shrink myself. At 10 years old, I was trying to shrink myself. It was just like any time in my life when I saw myself getting bigger. And it doesn't even mean like my appearance. If I was like taking up more space figuratively as well, it's like I started to retract and hold back and try to shrink myself. So that season of my life is over and I am committing to taking up space in more ways than one. So you can read more about that on my Instagram post, but this quote means a lot to me. It just kind of came to me one day make space for who you are becoming. And it stuck with me. So I got it tattooed on myself. (laughs) All right, you guys, let's head over to this brand new episode with Christina Rice. She's like a third time guest on the show. She's a fan favorite for sure. So Christina, Hello. Hi. Hey, I have been spending the past week with you and it has just been like, 
I can't even describe how much fun I've been having. <laughs> Honestly. That makes me so happy. My third time in California and hands down best time I have ever had. I'm so happy. Why do you do what you do when you could be like a tour guide? I'm debating Food it. Tour guide. I think this should be a side hustle of mine. <laughs> like, cause I need another side hustle. We all know, but I think, I honestly think I could have a career out of this. Like I tell people where to eat, when to eat, or even like tr- go with them and like be like, this is what you should order. Yeah. I mean, who I wouldn't want to hang out with you. True. Though, I'm entertaining. I'm yeah. entertaining. So yeah, but that could be like optional, mm-hmm. you know, like an optional, yeah, like an extra, like yeah. a lot of money <laughs> yeah one on t- one time with me but the basis of your business would be food tours around san diego because for healthy people yeah i don't know if you're on un- i don't know what to eat for unhealthy sorry or like foodies you know like yeah. if you want good food like mm-hmm. come on then you could tell me what you like like your favorite types of food and i'll customize it. are you a dessert person or a savory person mm-hmm. because let's be real you know all the spots a quick google search of like the best gluten-free um restaurants in san diego the places you took me this past (laughs) week aren't even the top ones that come up like i haven't even they don't come up so and they're not like hole in the wall places that you're taking me they are pumping they are packed with other people i know some good hole in the wall places though true But we've just had incredible meals this week Mm. and I don't know, it's really, yeah, when we're recording this right now, it's our last meal together for a while. Yeah. Um, Tonight, we're going out for pizza. The final supper. The final (laughs) supper. And I'm pretty heartbroken, but honestly, I've just been having the best week with you. And I know we could talk about food and all of the things that we've been eating because that's been pretty much the <laughs> the main focal point of our days. We're like, okay, where are we going today? We're planning our days around food. Wait, wait. So Meg and I always talk about like people ask me, oh, what are you doing with your friend? Or like Meg, people ask her, what are you doing in California? And I'm like, you guys, I plan everything around meals. Like, like when people ask what you're doing, I don't go to museums. I like plan things around food. Why would you take me to a museum? Yeah, you know, like <laughs> what other people don't travel. Yeah. It's like I go, I travel, I entertain with by eating. And then in between meals, we like just hang out and go to different areas. I mean, I feel like I kept you, I keep you pretty busy. I feel like I'm a really good guide. You are. Thank you. You are. <laughs> I, just I asked mean, for that compliment. <laughs> like everything that I've wanted to happen has happened, and things that I didn't like the seals. Oh yeah, sea lions. I didn't even know that was a thing in San Diego. But last night. Before dinner, we went on a pre-dinner walk around the water, and then all of a sudden, I saw a bunch of sea creatures <laughs> that I didn't know were going to be there, and I freaked Meg the goes, shit out. Because oh, look at his cute little face! He's so cute, and this seal is literally twice the size of both of us. And she's like, "Look at his little face!" I'm like, "Oh he my was, god!" His little face. I should post a picture of his <laughs> his little cute face. little face. His face was. Huge. He reminded me of Penny. Oh, and how does me- a sea lion? I have no idea. I feel like whenever I see a little animal, I just am reminded of Penny, even though he was probably 300 pounds. Yeah. Every dog we walk by, Meg's like, oh, looks like Penny. (laughs) Anyways, food, Mm -hmm. sea lions, walks, all the... 
lattes. Mm, lots of lattes. Um, lots of lattes. A lot of lattes. <laughs> so that's been fun. But anyways, one other thing that we've done together has been a Reiki session. And this has actually been my third Reiki session with you. So you are doing Reiki on me. I have not shared that on the podcast before that you've done Reiki on me. I don't think I've talked about it anywhere before. So I want to talk about Reiki. We haven't talked about like Reiki at all Mm -hmm. um, on the podcast. Mm -hmm. So I'd love for you to talk about that. um, Enlighten everyone listening (laughs) about Reiki. But honestly, like I've met, I met you, we were talking about this earlier. We were trying to figure out like the year we met. Mm -hmm. And I believe it was like 2017 Mm -hmm. when we started being friends and like, yeah, talking Mm -hmm. all the time and things like that. And within the past like couple years since then, you've just gone through like a huge transformation, you know, um, you're a very different person, but like the same person, yeah. but evolved, right? Um, just a very beautiful person. And oh, you got you. into Reiki and now you are a Reiki practitioner, mm-hmm. right? So I would love for you to first of all like tell us what reiki is and then i'll we'll get into some other things yeah i know so you're like what does this mean and i was like i didn't know what that what it meant meant either when i was getting it done and okay no one i mean i remember the first time i got a reiki session i had no idea what it was when was that um oh man probably like a year ago Mm. yeah probably like a year ago crazy And I didn't even know what it was, but I was starting to get more into energy healing. Like, you know, I've always been somebody who is very, I'm driven by logic. You can motivate me by making things make sense to me. I want something logical, something that I can measure. I'm like more of a scientific brain than like, oh, I feel this. I've always been like this. Whereas I'm the feeler. Yeah. And you also just took your tendency test. Yeah. And (laughs) you're a questioner. Yeah. Yeah. So this makes sense. Yeah. So I've always been more like that. I've always been more like that, you know, but. Um, you know, I had my whole health stuff and as I started growing up, realizing there's much more to this world than what we can see and understand. And like, if you limit yourself to what a study can show, you're never going to break through, you know, there's just so much more and really kind of what I, what motivated me to look into energy healing more was I was at this place where I was like, I kind of have nothing to lose. It's also kind of like the biohacker side of me that like the wannabe biohacker, like I'll try anything that people say in terms of health and wellness. That sounds cool. Like literally what I have to lose. And I was also going through a lot of health problems and like feeling a little lost when I've taken every test under the sun, taken every supplement under the sun, tried every diet. I was like, I tried everything, so I might as well just try anything. Like, nothing sounds crazy to me at this point. And my old functional medicine doctor, um, Dr. Lakos, if you listen to my podcast, you probably heard him on there, but um, we weren't working together at the time, so we still always stayed friends. And he started getting into energy healing. Um, And that was really interesting to me, this, like, and it Dr. Lakos, like he, he works in the ER. He's not, you know, some people go to like naturopaths or FMDs who are more like woo woo. He's not like that. Like he works in the ER and he comes he's super like, has like a Western background. Like, mm-hmm. um, so he's not a woo woo person at all, but he started to get into this. And I was like, 
you know, I'm like, well, if he thinks like this isn't crazy, like maybe I should look into it. And he starts referring his patients to energy healers because he's like, I can do all this with supplements and like hacking and nutrition and like medication. Like, you know, he uses medication. Like I could do all this, but like he's like, I can't energy heal. And this is a huge part of healing. And to hear that from him, his I, that was very convincing to me because I wanted that sort of validation from an authority figure, you know, for me to really open my mind to it. So then I started kind of getting into it and I started trying different types of energy healing. Um, you know, I, I went to a psychic, I, you know, I, like that was like a big thing when I went to the psychic and that really like started to change my perspective on things. And then I started doing like some feng shui stuff and like, um, body work and like, and like just random types of energy healing and seeing different energy healers and also being exposed. Like, I mean, in LA, you kind of run more like cross people like this, you know, people do like Kundalini yoga and, um, you know, like the, the light work and the body work and like all of these spiritual things. So part of me was like, I'm in this culture, I might as well learn about it. And my mind was much more open. And then now I'm like, maybe this is an important part of my healing, you know, especially if you're somebody who feels like you do everything right. And it's not there. Um, so I got Reiki done and I didn't even know what it was like. And my, the person who I got Reiki from, who's became my Reiki master, Firestar. Um, Firestar is also like, she's a body worker. So she does massage and Reiki and she does psychic work, and intuitive work. And she doesn't really like classify her work. So I didn't even know like what Reiki was, honestly, until I, um, I mean, how woo are we getting here? I literally go all in. I, I know at some point you're going to find out. Right. Um, I had basically like a vision and like heard, like someone told me like, you need to do Reiki. And I didn't even know what it was really at this point. So I was like on this path to just, like I said, I was in this place where I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. Like someone sent me a freaking signal and that was my signal. And I was like, okay, I'm just going to start learning Reiki. So I signed up for some random online classes and like you can get um, certified as a Reiki practitioner. Like there's lots of just like weekend workshops. Um, and you could just go do it in a weekend and become a practitioner, like level one, level two, and it takes longer to become level three. And, but I didn't really want to do that. And so I bought like a book and I sent it for some online stuff just to like, you can get certified online, which is, I don't really know. Um, and I was just to learn more about it, but I was like, I know I need to do this. And then Firestar came into my house and was like, oh, you know, I do Reiki. And I was like, like she saw my Reiki book and I was like, oh, and then I just knew in that moment intuitively, I was like, oh, she's supposed to be my Reiki master. And then I was like, I want to study under you. And it turned into, um, I'm so glad that happened. And it was very much the universe setting that up because it was a spiritual mentorship. And like, I studied under her for a long time and she gave me like, there's different versions of Reiki. And it's like, my Reiki isn't like, it's very, like a lot of psychic intuitive work as well. And like, I don't feel like I just do Reiki. Like I do a lot more with that. Um, it's more of like with clients, it's more kind of like a spiritual mentorship in general. Right. Um, and I wouldn't have learned all of that had I not like studied under Firestar and had that versus like, you just go for a weekend and like you learn, you get attuned and then you're certified to practice Reiki and like, mm -hmm. there it is. But like, what is Reiki? So Reiki is a form of energy healing, um, like through your hands. So basically Reiki is means universal life force energy. So we know there's energy in everything, you know, and this is like, and this is part of why Reiki was so cool to me because 
logically I could understand it. Like in terms of science, like taking chemistry and biology and all these things, it's like, I know there's energy in everything. And we all, um, like emit electrical energy and like we all absorb magnetic energy and like there's like you can measure that you can measure that and someone who's attuned to Reiki so when you go through the practice of becoming a practitioner it's called your attunement you get attuned which means basically there's this universal life force energy Reiki energy um, and you are attuned to become a channel of that energy a conduit of that energy so when I'm giving Reiki that doesn't mean you're like pulling energy from me it's like I'm acting as a channel and it's going through my hands to you so it's not you're not getting my energy you're getting the Reiki energy I'm just acting as a channel um of it and it's going through your hands but what's interesting is you can like like measure like the energy getting being emitted from my hands and it's going to be a lot higher than someone who's not attuned um so like you can literally measure this scientifically um which and you know when I'm learning about all this I'm like okay, this makes sense. You know, when we think about like how everything is made up of like vibrating atoms and particles, like there is energy everywhere. Everything. Yeah. Like, and we know this intuitively, like you, when you communicate with people, you pick up on their energy, like with empaths, this is all things that, you know, because we can't see it, we kind of are just like, oh, it's this, oh, they had bad energy, they had good energy. No, they really do. You really do feel it. But um, Reiki energy is a healing energy, right? So I act as a conduit or any practitioner of the energy and it's going to go through my hands and be emitted through my hands. And um, a practitioner will basically hold their hands on or above you um, and allow the Reiki energy to go and heal you. And Reiki can help you heal physically, emotionally, spiritually. It helps a lot with energetic blocks, Um I've had clients, you know, who have physical health issues, who that's going to help. And the idea is that, um, you know, our body, we have energy centers in our body we have different chakras. I think a lot of people listening to this are probably familiar with chakras. We can go into um, that later though. Yeah. We, we can talk really about, talked about the that. difference. So we have seven chakras in the body, which are basically these energy centers in the body. And they all correspond to different, um, like emotions, different actions, different, um, body parts and systems in the body. Um, and the idea is that when our energy, when there's out of balance energy in the body, um, we think about that phrase disease causes disease. And it's like that first causes an energetic shift. Something's off. There's an energy, energetic shift in the body. Your energy's off. Your chakra's out of balance. Um, and if that stays there for too long, it can manifest physically as a physical health issue. So the idea is if we keep our energy body in balance at all times, this will prevent that physically manifesting and or like if you has, have a physical manifestation, work at the root cause of it. Um, to rebalance your energy and that will help the physical manifestation go away and like this was super powerful for me as a practitioner like you know I started um you know I'm like I'm an NTP I'm a nutritional therapy practitioner and a lot of my work as you know as a nutritionist is very emotional like we we work with nutrition we work with supplements we work we talk you know we Mm -hmm. communicate um a lot of we're it like is, a coach, yeah, we're, we're right? Coaches. Yeah, we're coaches. We're we're life coaches, basically. And I, what I've learned, and what I know, you know, is you know, it's not just food. It's not just exercise. It's not just your supplements. It's not just emotions. It's all of them. Um, and they're like 
God, what was this phrase? I just talked about it at NTA. Someone said, you know, there are many spokes of the wheel of wellness. Um, and it's true. I did not say that again. Someone else said it. Um, it's another quote, yeah, someone <laughs> else. but it's true. It's everything working together. And for me, it was like, so many people I know have everything else dialed in, but like, where are they spiritually and energetically? And it's like, if you can pack that in, that's super powerful. Um, and I think that, yeah. And I think also with a lot of clients, I was reaching this block and like I had reached this block myself, which is why I so understood it, but you see it so differently from the other side. Right. So I'd be talking to someone and it's like, you know, their nutrition's perfect. Their, their movement exercise is great. Like they're taking all the right supplements and it's like, they're trying to open up to me emotionally, but it, we're just not getting there. And it's like, I couldn't even put words to it, but I'm like, there's literally an energetic block between us right now, or it's like within you. And like, I can't even talk you out of it. Like there's nothing, this conversation isn't going anywhere. And I think a lot of people might, that might resonate with them. It's like, when you feel like you're trying to talk through things, like even with a therapist or it's like your friends and you're like, I'm not getting anywhere. Mm -hmm. Like you should feel like you're moving forward or getting somewhere. Um, and a lot of times that's like rooted energetically. Right. And so that was part of the motivation for me in terms of like, how can I better serve my clients? Like, mm -hmm. because I work with a lot of people, like most of the people coming to me, 98% of the people coming to me are already pretty healthy. Like they're more, it's, they have a more complicated thing going on or it's highly, it's like emotional. Like, um, it's not usually an issue of like, how do you eat healthy right. for me, you know? And so we got to go beyond that. And so for certain people, it's like, I just felt like the energy healing was a missing piece. And I felt like for me, it really was too. And like that whole experience changed me more than I realized. Um, and through it, like my spirituality grew and I never thought of myself as someone spiritual. And I became this woo woo person and I run around my pendulum and my crystals. But I mean, until until you experience it, it doesn't even make sense to be quite honest. Um, and that's why I tell people just try it and, and see how you feel after. And if it doesn't make sense, who cares? Cause it, it you know, you it feel, didn't do anything. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Like you have nothing to lose. Yeah. That's where I was at with it. And I had everything to gain and I feel like I gained so much. You did. And like I said, like the transformation over the past two years mm -hmm. has just been absolutely incredible. So I know you mentioned, like you kind of gave us a definition of what Reiki is. Mm -hmm. And I would love to know how that just like kind of general Reiki, mm -hmm. how that differentiates between like what you actually do, because I know you're an intuitive as well. Mm -hmm. And that's something that you've really grown over the past year or so. Mm -hmm. And I would just like you to kind of share what Reiki looks like for you and your clients. Mm -hmm. Like when you and I have our Reiki sessions, what actually goes down? Yeah. You yeah. know? So I mean like, okay, if someone's just like, what is Reiki? It's like, okay, here's what you want to expect. I mean, typically a Reiki session will include, I mean, really at bare bones, it's like, someone is going to balance your chakras and hold your hands over different parts of your body. And, um, like Reiki energy will flow through them to you. And like, you're going to get that Reiki energy and like, you're going to be balanced. Um, 
that's like kind of what it is. That's like um, the basic. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of people also definitely include like an aura scan at the beginning, like, but not everybody can really pick up on auras um and not everybody does aura scans but like i would say most people do like an aura scan balancing your chakras um like the hands-on piece right you're laying on the table you're like laying on a massage table you just you you can fall asleep you can just close your eyes relaxing and you just and it's just basically gentle touch yeah is how someone once described reiki to me yeah either like their hands are just placed on you or above you like a hovering yeah hovering a few inches above you and you may or may not feel things so people are like what do i expect you know when the hands are over me um or on me sometimes you don't feel anything doesn't mean it's not working you don't have to feel anything it it, it, trust me it's working Mm -hmm. um but you might feel heat. You might feel really cold. You might start to see colors. You might to see see certain things. You might feel emotions. Like I've had people just on the table just start crying. And they're like, I don't even know why I'm crying. And I'm like, I know. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Sometimes I do. Um, but, you know, it, there's no normal, like, there's no quote normal reaction to what you're going to feel. Um, a lot of times people will feel pressure in places, like especially where I'm feeling heat, like people oh, oftentimes I'll be holding my hands like two inches above someone. And they're like, you're pressing so hard. And I'm like, I'm not touching you. And they'll look and they'll be like, Oh my God. Yeah. So you might feel some things like that. But again, if you don't feel anything, it doesn't matter. Um, it's still working. Right. So um, just to chime in here, like when you did Reiki on me just yesterday, I guess it was, I was feeling like head tension Mm -hmm. for a few minutes and then my knee really started to hurt. And also there was a period of time where I did feel like a lot of pressure on my chest and I kind of had to like catch my breath. Mm -hmm. But the two times prior to that, I didn't have many of those symptoms. I remember the very first time when you did it to me distance, which we should talk about because Reiki can be done via distance mm-hmm. um but anyways the first time you did it to me was like when you were in LA mm-hmm. and I was in Canada mm-hmm. and I kind of like was getting lower abdominal pain but anyways just to kind of give people an idea yeah. of like what I personally experienced yeah and so. what's interesting is more often than not the places where if you you're feeling something are also places where I'm feeling something so I had told Meg I was like your head is just there's so much energy here and you also felt that pressure and I also told you like on your right leg I was like there's something going on there and that's also where you had that pain um so it's often you know what I felt coincided with what you felt yeah so um there's that but okay so Back to the original question. Um, that's kind of like what Reiki is. Hands hands over, getting on the table, do that, blah, blah, blah. Thoughts of chakras. But I also include intuitive work, which lots of energy healers also might as well, but it's not guaranteed. So if you're just going to a Reiki practitioner near you, like it's not guaranteed that they're also going to do intuitive work. Um, you know, energy healing is just kind of this umbrella term. And right. people always ask about energy healers. They're like, well, what type of energy healer is there? And what people don't understand is like, there's not always a label. To, it's like, people are just energy healers and everybody has their own type, their own spin on things. And like, Mm -hmm. there's not like labels, like, you know, people really want to put it in a box. Um, 
people are just energy healers and they do different things. There are different types of psychics there are different types of intuitives, like things like that. So, but for me, it's like, I do everything that I just described, but I will just, and I'm, I'm growing right now and I'm working through it right now. And it's, anything I just pick up, I'll tell you. And I work, I work a lot with color, like a lot with auras. I'm really sensitive to auras, but I see what I've been picking up with a lot more is like, um, I get a lot of names often with people, um, more and more past lives. I think almost all my clients in the last few weeks were getting past lives, especially if I work with somebody for like multiple sessions, Mm -hmm. I see more past life things. Um, you know, things like spirit animals, um, like even past, I mean, just like anything in your past, a lot of times I'll be like, I'll see images of things. Right. And I'll be like, I think for you, were you the person with the doll? The, I was like, did you play with a doll when you were little? Little ponies. Yeah. My little oh, ponies. Yeah. Okay. And then yeah. you can but, share that. Yeah. It's like, I was like, I just kept seeing my little pony. And I was like, did you play with my little pony as a child? She's like, yeah. Or like, um, it wasn't you. Someone the other day, I was like, did you eat a lot of Cheerios as a kid? Sometimes it makes no sense. Right. Right. And, or it'll be things like, you know, I had someone where I was like, what's going on with your heart chakra and like fishing? Like, why are you in a fishing boat? And she was like, oh my God, my ex-husband used to force me to go fishing. Like things like that. You know, it's like, I'll just see, and I'm like, what does this mean? And it's like around a certain chakra and I'll know it's related. And then I can also use my pendulum, which picks up on current energy and I can ask it yes or no. And it kind of picks up on like guides can talk through it. Um, and I'll try and figure out what's going on or I can figure out ages. Like we figured out with you, some things were going on from when you were 10. Um, also if there's, if someone has a really strong, a spirit guide or an angel or a fairy around them or like something guiding them, like oftentimes a person will communicate with me. I've had people who have passed away, like say things, you know, like it just kind of whatever pops up and there's no rhyme or reason to it. Um, it's like when people work, I'm like, I can't guarantee you that anything's going to pop up for me because also if you're, if you're closed, like if you believe in it and you're open and you're ready, like I'll get more from you. Mm -hmm. Um, and some people just have more going on, you know, like, but uh, you know, I can't guarantee a past life vision, but I'm getting them a lot. I can't guarantee I'm going to get names of people who are affecting XYZ chakra, but I get them a lot. Um, and names are interesting because, um, sometimes it'll be like, I'll say, you know, do you know, like, like an Alex or like an Aaron or it's like, I'm like getting like the gist of a name yeah, and they'll be like, Oh, you mean like, and they'll know, or I'll be like Alex or like Alejandra or like, they'll mean, you mean like Alexis? And I'm like, yeah, that's it. You know, it's like, you just kind of get, it's like in the, in the area. Um, and it kind of just like anything that pops up for me that, I just am going to tell you because it's usually connected in some way. And sometimes things don't make any sense. Sometimes I'll throw out a name. I'm like, do you know this person? And I'm like, no, I'm like, okay, never mind. But like 80% of the 85, 90% of the time, it's like significant. Mm-hmm. Um, and it helps you kind of work through what's going on. So I think that whole portion is really interesting, especially like I'm obsessed with past life readings because they help us understand so much more of like what's going on now. Like if you went through something in a past life that was never worked through and your soul brought it into this one, you could still like have symptoms from that. You know, like I have people who like have gut issues who like 
you know, you find out in a past life, something happened that basically causes and they never healed from it. And then we work through that in the past life and it goes away, you know? Wow. So how would you work through something with someone in their past life? Like, let's use that gut example. Mm -hmm. Well, it it depends on the person and the situation, but sometimes it's literally just like the energy healing. Like once I tapped into that, I know what happened and we open it up and like, I can, like I use past symbols to get into the past and send, send Reiki there to heal it. I'll send Reiki there. Or like I bring it up and I talk to the person. Sometimes you just literally, you just being aware of your past life and knowing that past pattern shifts your brain and you can forgive yourself through that. You can meditate through it. Like it depends on the person. I want to tell them what to do. Like, and I usually just know what they need to do with it. Sometimes you need to meditate. Sometimes you need to talk to that person and forgive them or heal them. Um, or just be aware of it and be like, you know, you have this habit, like you're getting this symptom because this happened in a past life, but like that was your past life and you brought it here. And if you like, and I sent Reiki there and like, it should go away. And just like the awareness of that, yeah, that totally makes yeah, sense. And just knowing that's not me. That was from something else, you know, and I just brought it here. Um, so you know, it's kind of different in different situations, but along those lines, sometimes just knowing helps, but sometimes it's like, um, and also sometimes it's not necessarily a problem. It's like a tendency. It's like, you know, why am I a traveler? Why do I like to be alone? Why do, why do I like to write? Yeah. You know, maybe you were a writer in your past life. Like maybe, you know, why do I have this tendency to like, for me, like when Firestar started telling me all these past life visions, I'm like, this makes so much sense. Like in all these past lives she's telling me about, I have, um, a tendency to kind of like play the martyr and like stand up for what I believe in, like fight for what I believe in. And I'm like, that's so my personality. And I was also like a man in like most of my past lives, you know, or, um, with people, this is the fun one. It's like with people you feel super connected with, like, did you know each other before? You know, people and you're like, you just feel like you know each other before. And like, I've learned that there are certain people in my life who I, I knew before. And a lot of times we, we know, you know, like Meg and I, we learned, we just found this out. We found out we knew each other in past life. Um, so things like that can be really cool. And like, it's just funny talking about, cause I mean, if I, if I, a year ago heard myself today, I'd be like, you're crazy. What the shit are you talking about? You're (laughs) batshit crazy. Like you are crazy. And I'm just at this point though, where I'm like, I mean, I feel it. Like I know, mm-hmm. like, and it's just so ironic coming from me who is so logic based. And I've talked about this, like with my mom, you know, who, like watches me like, or like some of my friends who have known me since I was like 10. Right. And they're like, this is so interesting coming from you because like the only thing that convinces you of anything is like data and science and like math. Like I loved math because it's a clear answer. Right. right. I, I need to be, it's either right. I, or I need it's proof. Wrong. Right. Mm-hmm. And like, but I feel like I have, proof it's just not the typical type you know Mm -hmm. and I mean just kind of going back to the overall message and theme of this podcast wouldn't you say that ever since integrating this energy work into your life like this has literally brought you the most healing oh absolutely yeah this is the most important part and like um my you know ever like if you follow me you know I'm really into like brain rewiring too and it's like all along the same lines like it's a, a spiritual journey as well. You know, as well, like changing your mindset is like very spiritual. And I honestly am of the belief that like, if you're only picking one of the spokes in the wheel of wellness, 
it should be this one because this one is so powerful. Like people can heal. I've seen people like not change anything else in their, in their lifestyle or diet list or whatever, like heal themselves just by working on doing the energy work. Like, okay. So that would be the spoke. That I honestly think it's the most important one. Mm -hmm. And like, I never thought I would say that. And there's, and like you said before, there's different types of energy work, Mm -hmm. but it's just like pick one that feels right for you probably, Mm -hmm. whether that's Reiki or whatever it is, but absolutely be open to that and welcome it into your life. It'll give you so many clues. And I know we got so many fun things from our session together. And like I said, that was our third session together. So a lot came up. I was very open, I guess, during our session. And one thing that you've brought up several times already throughout this episode is auras. So can you talk more about auras? Because I know some people aren't going to know what auras are and like, I want you to elaborate on them because I want to know more too. Yeah. I mean, aura, I don't even, uh, and this goes back to, it's like, I don't even fully understand this. And people ask, it's like, how do you see the aura? I'm like, I honestly don't know to be quite honest. And I've had people before be like, Oh, you can teach anyone to see an aura. Um, I wasn't really taught like that. Like when, whenever I've read things where they're trying to teach you how to read auras, so you actually can learn how to read auras? Yeah, apparently. But like, I didn't learn like that. It was literally like a switch turned on for me. And this has happened multiple times, like as I've become more intuitive or whatever you want to call it. Um, I just started seeing them. So my thoughts are like, you had this um, message mm-hmm. come to you and the message told you to pursue Reiki Mm -hmm. essentially and since you said yes to that message since you didn't push that message to the side like you invited more Mm -hmm. intuitiveness into your life Mm -hmm. so I know you and I were just talking about this yesterday but when I meditate I keep getting like this certain vision Mm -hmm. and it's like instead of just being like oh I get this certain vision every time, like take that as a clue Mm -hmm. to move forward with that, whether that's vision is like going back to school or getting married, you know, like, or spending time with this specific person. It's like Mm -hmm. whatever kind of like Mm -hmm. messages you're getting or intuitive signals, Mm -hmm. instead of just thinking, well, we were talking about it things being random yesterday and how there's actually nothing random. So, um, yeah, the aura thing is I, the way I see it and like just hearing you describe it, the way I see it is like you said yes to the universe to like give you more messages like that. Yeah. So you've told me multiple times that my aura is purple. Mm -hmm. What does this mean? So, because I don't know. Purple auras are really common for people who are more spiritual and like intuitive, like more in the psychic realm, like more creative, like that. Um, And like with an aura, it's like you have this energy field that basically extends out of you, like spread your arms, like your aura is running around, all of that. And that's also like certain people, um, 
if you're an empath, that's usually meaning like your aura is sp- is spreading out and you're picking up all this other stuff. So it's like, okay, we need to bring it back in. So we're not picking up all of these things. Like if your aura is open, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. um, but everybody has a different energy field that can emit different colors and the different colors, um, mean different things. And it's like, I don't even, I mean, you could literally Google like what is blue aura and you'll get like 500 things and it's like light blue aura, dark blue aura, like red aura. And, but and people want to know what they, what they all mean. And like, I could sit through and give you a general idea of each right. of the colors, but at the same time, it's very, it's kind of, intu- it's intuitive. You guys, like, it's not that complicated. Like, um, yellow people are usually pretty like happy, cheerful, like optimistic, but like any color you can think of like, they can be primary colors, right? But then other people have different shades. So like somebody might be like, I have friends who I know who are usually very yellow, but like, and here's the thing, your aura can be changing all the time. Like, like some people, some people are just pretty consistent. Other people are consistent with the color, but they change shades. Other people like will shift completely different colors. And I have seen people who have like rainbow auras, people who have like multiple, like multicolor, like things going on. Um, it's, you know, it can be different. So maybe my aura today is one color and tomorrow it's something else, depending on my energy and like what I'm going through and thinking about, which is cool. Um, but like when, you know, when an aura feels cloudy, when it feels pale, like that's what that person's emotional state is like, you know, when that aura is dark, that's also that person's emotional state is like, does that make sense? Like, um, you know, people want to know what it means and it's like, it really is pretty intuitive, you Mm -hmm. know, in terms of that. Um, and green nature, loving, um, healers, like things like that. Uh, blue is very calm, tranquil, you know, pink, love, compassion. Um, it's, it's super intuitive like that. Do you know what I mean? Oh yeah, for Um, sure. So that's kind of like how how the auras work but I do kind of want to touch on the intuitive side of things since you brought it up and it's like when people like how do I get in touch with my intuition it's like everybody's intuitive like everybody has like psychic abilities whatever that means like psychic doesn't necessarily mean seeing the future but like everybody has intuitive abilities and we see this a lot with like children like children we are at our most intuitive states um but we grow out of tune with our intuition. Um, and some people can make their way back. Some people never, it's never out of touch with it. Um, but most of us are because of this world we live in and it's about getting back to that and like getting back to your instincts, like gut instincts are a thing for a reason. And like what you were saying, like nothing is random. If you, if an image keeps popping into your mind, like, or I have friends who will tell me, I don't know why I'm always drawn to like, like I have a friend, maybe she was listening to this. She's like, I don't know why I'm always drawn to skeletons. Like, that's just like my thing. Like, it's kind of random. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. um, or like you with eyes, like, why do I always like eyes? And like a lot of this like means things. Um, and they're uh, like, first of all, just if you want to get in touch with your intuition, first of all, you need more silence in your life. Like you just need to give yourself space to like hear messages and see messages and like feel your body because some people get messages in different ways some people might hear things or see things or but a lot of people feel things like 
and when you have all the stimulation, it's like, how can you even feel that emotion in your body? It's like, you know, maybe you, you go on a date and you feel it in your body and you're like, you look back and you're like, oh, I knew he wasn't right. Like, I just had a pit in my stomach, but I didn't mm-hmm. listen to it. You know, it's like all of that is a signal to you intuitively. It's all those things on a basic level is getting in touch with your intuition. And like what we were talking about before, follow that. Like if you keep having a dream about like something over and over again, like you going to a certain place or you wearing a certain thing or you doing something like what what happened if you did that or you know it's mm-hmm. like it's le- learning to like if you have the urge to like you're like I don't know why I feel like going to a yoga class today and never go like follow it because maybe you're meant to meet someone who's there like like starting to listen to those and telling the universe like I'm going to listen to your signals because we get sent things and it's a test. It's a test. Are you listening to me? You know, and also like telling the universe, like I'm open to signals. Like I'll listen, I'll try things out. I'll follow those clues Mm -hmm. and you never know where it's going to lead you. Like for me, it was like, like very classic. I mean, I was just, I remember just being like, uh, fucking help me like 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 I need something I've done all the tests yeah. I've worked with so many practitioners I just need something. yeah right yeah. and I get this thing like do Reiki and that was for me so I'm like I just became an NTP I'm like you know so what was that message like did you hear it did you see it did I it like, like a vision come to I you I saw someone saying and heard it and it was like it just hit me like I don't know. Like, yeah. and I've always been somebody who has really weird, powerful dreams. And I've now learned that, like, apparently my guides have been telling me things from my dreams my whole life. Okay. Um, and then I started paying. But so I just followed that and I started doing it. And then I ran to Firestar and then she started teaching me about spirituality. And then, you know, since it's like I get more and more messages and now I'm really connected, like I'm really connected and I can ask, I can ask things directly um, and get answers. But it was about like opening that up and learning to be able to tell like to tell the universe like you can send me signals and I'm gonna listen um and also being able to like pick up on things because it's subtle I'm realizing now things that all take as a sign other people like would be like what like they wouldn't notice it as a sign right but all these little things are signs and so what if you want to get and start getting in touch with your intuition like just start giving yourself silence honestly and like space and like listening to like how you feel and like following urges and like just paying attention, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So what is your favorite part of like this spiritual journey that you've been on over the past year or so? Honestly, like being like doing Reiki, like having Reiki clients is so fulfilling in a way like, okay, I love all my nutrition clients, like all my health coaching clients, nutrition clients, but what's cool about Reiki is I can have someone there and like change their life in one session. And that doesn't always happen with everybody, but like the, the look on their face, like after, and I'm like, I just blew your mind, you know, like it's so satisfying or like, like immediately, sometimes I have people who just have had these emotional blocks for like years and this has been affecting them. They didn't even realize it and they cry and we do things and like they leave that session and they're like, my life literally just changed in an hour. And I'm like, that doesn't happen with nutrition. Like you don't like tell them how to eat or like give them a supplement and like within like 60 minutes. So like, I'm, I'm a great, like, yeah. you know, and like, that's not, it doesn't happen every time, but it's, it happens. And you make these huge leaps and bounds in such a short period of time. And it's like all within the person and also helping somebody realize that like so many answers are within themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and how much power they have over their own lives and like their own destiny and like how it all connects and just like watching somebody go through that realization is just so rewarding for me because I mean I really just want to help people I always have and like to be able to help people in such a big way so quickly I didn't even know that was possible and I'm sure you understand this like working with um clients with nutrition and things it's like guys it's a long process like a protocol like you know like you 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 know I work I talk to clients about this all the time it's like you've been on your protocol for a week like calm down yeah you need to give it time to work with this it's like so and it is a lot of it is time like I have people who it's like every week right but with a lot of people it's like you never know when that session is holy crap gonna change your whole life one time you know so that's probably my favorite thing that's awesome and just I know we have to wrap up soon but I mentioned distance Reiki can we talk about how that actually works because I know when I've told people that I've done distance Reiki or had distance Reiki done on me Uh no one seems to know that that's even possible Uh so because we've talked about how Reiki is like hovering your hands or gently touching Uh someone so how does distance Reiki even work yeah so I mean how it works I mean okay basically what's happening is we just pick a time that it's both going to, we're both going to happen. Remember it's energy and energy can travel across time and space. And when you're attuned as a Reiki practitioner, you learn how to use certain symbols that allow the Reiki energy to, um, travel across time and space. So as long as you're using those symbols, you're set, you can send it. And when you're like energetically connected with people. So I often will have, um, people send me a photo of themselves so I can like connect with them and their energy and see them. Um, and as long as we, are picking the time, right? We're picking a time and I'll say, I want you to just lay down in a quiet place, relax at this time, set your timer for 30 minutes and I will send the Reiki at that time. And so you sit down, you lay and I will, I will send it. And I basically, I mean, there are different, different ways for me technically to send it, but I mean, I feel it. I connect with the person. And when I first started doing distance Reiki, like I, I was like practicing on my friends. I'm like, I don't really know if this is going to work, you know, but like it worked because I was getting, I was like getting things, you know, like I'm like, I wouldn't be getting like clear visions about people that are like specific to their lives. This isn't working. And like, I would, I usually will say, you know, after the session, I'll tell you everything I felt and, um, saw whatever. And I'd be like, yeah, there was a lot of heat like by your head or by your feet or like by your left elbow. And people would be like, oh, my God, I felt it there, too. You know? Yeah. And so I'm like, it's working. You know, it's basically just I'm not there physically with Mm -hmm. you, but um, we learn you learn as a practitioner how to send energy across time and space. And I just connect with somebody through like um, I'll, I'll see that like their picture. And as long as we're there at the same time, like like. Because so much of it is like opening up at the same time. Like you think about like, I'm not sitting here telling you like anyone's telepathic, but think about like the idea of like telepathic communication and this idea that like I could send a a message to you like from across the country because you're so connected with somebody. Mm -hmm. It's like the same idea kind of, you know, like I I think a lot of siblings have that experience. I hear it with twins. Like, well, they'll be like, they'll be like, I can feel in my body if my twin is like hurt or or sick, like and they live in a different state. You can just feel it. Um, Kind of the same thing there. When you're energetically connected with somebody you can kind of get that energy back and forth so what is your opinion on this like this is kind of off topic now but 
totally on topic Mm -hmm. to what you were just talking about. This has literally happened my entire life. My mom and I will be in the same room Mm -hmm. and we both look at each other and we start talking about the same thing. Mm -hmm. And like it has nothing to do with like previous conversations. Mm -hmm. It just seems like my mom and I are very like we have the same thoughts at the same time. Yeah. I mean, that's a form of like. I guess telepathy, if you want to put a name to it, but you're just connected energetically. There's Mm -hmm. just some people where it's like, especially with a mother and daughter bond, you know, um, you just get each other. You just have that energetic bond, you know, and people can communicate through energy and that's what it is. So, right. Yeah. There's just been so many times in my life where I'll be sitting with my mom. We'll Mm -hmm. both look at each other and say the exact same thing Mm -hmm. or like bring up the same conversation. Mm -hmm. And we were like, Oh my gosh, yeah. that happens all the time. Yeah, and so, so and, and literally, if you, like, take that and own that, and, like, are, like, we literally can communicate via energy, via just being, like, you own that, like, and you tell the universe you know that, and you own it, it will grow. You know, like, when Rather people, than when people are like, oh my god, that's crazy, it keeps happening, like, it's so weird, like, if you're like, no, like, we have this connection, and we can communicate without talking, we know what each other's thinking, and you own, own that, and you, like, tell the universe you have that, like, it will start to grow. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Well, I just announced it on the podcast yeah, for the first time. Yeah. So I, my mom and I are energetically connected. Yeah, communicate yeah. without speaking. Yeah. It's real. So cool. So it's been awesome having you on the show. And I know so many people listening are probably like, well... I'm really interested in getting Reiki done, (laughs) whether they're in San Diego, because that's where you live. So just want everyone to know Christina is located in San Diego. You do in-person Reiki sessions, Mm -hmm. but also distance, as we mentioned. So share all of that with everyone, like how they can schedule a session with you, everything like that. Yeah, I would love to schedule a session with you. Um, If you are interested in trying Reiki, you can go to ChristinaRiceWellness.com slash services. And on my services page, um, you can like click to book a session and like it will send me a message with what you want to work on and if I feel like it's a good fit then we can schedule it in and I'm doing like the first few months while I'm here um for like first time clients like doing a big special if you're in San Diego so it's going to be a discounted price so just message me and I'll let you know um and then if you want to do distance Reiki it's also that same page christina rice wellness.com slash services and you can click distance reiki and either there's options to either like have me just send either a voice message or an email follow-up with everything that i covered and like you know how to move forward um or we can do a 30 minute call right after or we can have a dialogue back and forth um and you can just book right through there you just it'll send me a message and then i will let you know how to schedule it's pretty easy but yeah i'm in san diego i'm in mission valley right now is where my office is um so yeah i mean i I love doing it. It's well, been so fun. And I'm so yeah. glad you've had such a fun experience. Yeah. Too. Like three sessions in. Yeah. Definitely will do more. Mm-hmm. And I just want everyone to know about your work and Thanks. what you're up to. Thanks.